thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a diet high in fatty fish has been shown to reduce both the frequency and intensity of migraines when compared to a diet high in vegetable oil. Researchers from the National Institute of Aging, NIA, and the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, NIAAA, studied 182 adults with frequent migraines using a 16-week dietary intervention. The participants were randomly assigned to one of three so-called healthy diet plans. All three included fish, vegetables, hummus, salads, and breakfast items. One group received meals that had high levels of fatty fish or oils from fatty fish and lowered linoleic acid. A second group received meals that had high levels of fatty fish and higher linoleic acid. And the third group received meals with a high linoleic acid and lower levels of fatty fish profile, mimicking average US intakes. They were then monitored for number of migraine days, duration and intensity, along with how their headaches affected their abilities to function at work, school, and in their social lives, and how often they needed to take pain medications. The diet lower in vegetable oil and higher in fatty fish produced between 30 and 40% reductions in total headache hours per day, severe headache hours per day, and overall headache days per month when compared to the control group. Not only that, but the blood samples from this group of participants also had lower levels of pain-related lipids, indicating that it wasn't just a perceived benefit, but it was a real biochemical benefit that was going on. Despite this, and despite the reduction in headache frequency and pain, these same participants reported only minor improvements in migraine-related overall quality of life compared to the other groups in the study. Now, with migraine ranking amongst the most common causes of chronic pain, lost work time, and lowered quality of life, and with 4 million people worldwide having chronic migraines, and over 90% of sufferers unable to work or function normally during an attack, this is a really important study. Especially when you consider that the current medications for migraine usually offer only partial relief and can have negative side effects including sedation and the possibility of dependence addiction. Luigi Ferrucci, the scientific director of NIA, said that this research found intriguing evidence that dietary changes have potential for improving a very debilitating chronic pain condition like migraine without the related downsides of often prescribed medications. And as always, the link is in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is this is enormous for migraine sufferers worldwide. As I said, with millions of people worldwide suffering from migraines, the idea that some small changes in diet could lead to a 30 to 40% reduction is absolutely astronomical. And not just for the individual. I mean, think of the impact on the community. Think of the impact on the economy of having a 30 to 40% reduction in that enormous loss of productivity, loss of days worked as a result of migraines. It would be huge and, and potentially millions, perhaps even billions of dollars worth of increased productivity. And it makes you wonder why this hasn't been more publicized. Is it because we're talking about a dietary intervention rather than a pharmaceutical intervention? You would expect that with so many millions of people suffering from migraines, anything that offers a 30 to 40% reduction would be absolutely getting shouted from the rooftops, but it doesn't appear to be the case. It is just another plus for fish oils and eating healthy fish when compared to consuming vegetable oils. We've seen so many studies come out over the last years. In fact, over the recent decades, showing the benefits of eating healthy animal products and healthy oils as opposed to the highly, highly processed vegetable oils that are so prevalent in our diet and often still being recommended by dietitians and government regulatory bodies. It'd be really interesting to go further and have a closer look at this. I mean, we've obviously seen the benefits from fish oils and fish fats, 
But what about other animal fats? What about if we were having higher rates of, for example, tallow or lard or even just fatty cuts of meat and swapping those out for vegetable oil? Would that make a difference? And also, would it make a difference whether that animal was grass-fed or whether it was grain-fed? You know, we know there's a significant difference in the fat ratios in those animals, particularly the omega-3 to omega-6 fat ratios, which we know are high in fish, which are obviously being much higher in omega-3s. We know also that our grass-fed animals, be they beef or sheep or whatever they are, are also higher in omega-3s. So could it have a similar effect if we were swapping out grass-fed meats for these vegetable oils as well. It'd be a great one to study. And of course, it's really interesting to see that there was only a small improvement of quality of life in those people who did have those reductions in migraines and and lessening of their uh, migraine days, lessening of their migraine intensity, which I think is interesting to say the least. You know, it'd be worth once again studying why that is because that seems to be a bit of a conundrum in this one. These people are having so many less migraines. They're having such a lesser impact on their life seemingly yet their quality of life isn't changing and improving. So what's the mitigating factor there? What is causing that to be the case? Um, Once again, it'd be interesting to track them over a longer period of time to see whether over time that did in fact change or to see whether something else is in fact going on here. But, you know, once again, we're seeing omega-3s, we're seeing fish oils, we're seeing the consumption of fish being absolutely lauded in the nutrition community and in the nutrition research. So this is a great reminder, I think, to all of us to make sure we're consuming some fish in our diet, to make sure that if we are having animal products, that they're grass-fed, so we're getting more of those omega-3s in our diet, even though that's not specifically covered in this study. I think that's a reasonable thing to conclude based on other research as well. So make sure you're getting some of those healthy animal fats and oils into your diet, especially fish. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.